to A Nightmare on Fear Street. We're Trent and Sheree, and we're chatting about the fiercest genre. Expect hot takes, cold drinks, and a couple of fights. Check out the link in the episode description to connect with us via the usual socials, Patreon, and our YouTube channel. All right, everyone, we are back, and we are, today, we are covering Let the Right One In, the 2008 Swedish film, not the American remake. We are continuing Love Gone Wrong, which is a vibe this month, um, obviously, because it's February, and horror is not kind to lovers. Love to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Horror hates love. Right? Uh, She's like, girl, we got time for this. Get the machete. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Shrey, what's one of your first thoughts about this film? Okay, so, like, I... I think Eli, they say her name differently because it's in Sweden, but I was going to call her Ellie. I think, I'm going to say Ellie. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm from the Midwest and I'm drinking always. Let's just call her E. You know what? My girl E. My good girl E. I think she's a truly interesting character, but out of the three versions of the story I've seen so far, because we've got this original, we've got the remake, and we've got the show that was canceled um, on Showtime, which no longer has an app anymore, so nobody can even see it anyways. (laughs) I don't think she's ever truly been done justice yet. And I think that that's in part just because like, it's, I don't think a woman's ever gotten a crack at her. And so they're missing the more interesting things to be said and done for her. And it's becoming a romance always. And I think that if her and Oscar had been platonic, it would help give that story some of the boost it's needing because it's so intent on it's a romance now, as opposed to she's a badass vampire bitch who's stuck as a child forever. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that for me, the, the problem comes in that I, I don't think this movie really gets what the appeal of this movie is. Cause I think the appeal of this movie is E or Ellie or Eli or however you say her name. Mm-hmm. It's not Oscar. I'm bored by Oscar. I don't really like Oscar's character. And we're not given enough about E to really buy into her character that much. I wish that we understood it was her story instead of trying to make it a romance. Because when you make it a romance, you have to look at it as this woman because she's been around for so many so many decades now. So she's a woman in a child's body is out here trying to hook up with a little boy. And that feels wrong and weird and predatory. (laughs) I was having the same thoughts because, like, we don't know how old she is. And so that makes me feel weird about watching this romance between a young boy and a seemingly 12-year-old who has been 12 for a long time, as she has said. I don't know if it was the show or the remake, but one of them had her at least 100 and something or 200 and something. And I'm just like... At that point, you have to do something different. And I, again, we all understand the Frankenstein monster conundrum where when you have one, you want another. And so her wanting to turn a little boy, so she has a vampire forever and always who's also stuck in the same situation makes sense. But that never comes across in these movies so much as we're going to ride after the sunset and be kids forever. And when you get older, maybe I'll turn you, maybe I won't. It's still, it's still weird. It's still very, very weird and uncomfortable. And I, I know back in the day, the gothic romances could get away with the kind of shit. And so I don't like coming down on it. But also, if it wasn't a forced romance, we could just let her be a badass bitch who's saving this little boy who's getting beat up. And that's kind of great. Because how many of us grew up thinking we were the sidekick to our friends who were dudes, who just really wanted to fuck us anyways. 
And then we found out we were the main event the whole time. We were the stars of the movie. Like, I remember when I first started going to college, which is my first time outside because homeschool and abuse. Um, but like, when I was in college, I was like, my buddy Josie is the one everybody want to talk to. He's the person people want to know. It wasn't about Josie. It was never about Josie. It's about me. I was doing all the work. I was one having the real conversations to be like, Josie, your girlfriend is garbage. And that's why we don't have friends. We don't have friends because of her. You got to give it to her. <laughs> We're, we yeah. are the superpowers. We are doing the things. And I think that that would have been a cool story because so many of us fall in people's shadows, whether it's romantic or platonic. And I think that having her be like, no, nah, I'm a badass bitch. Get behind me. Yeah. Yeah. And she never felt like she really owned herself. Another thing that I think that was a real missed opportunity is Hawken. Yeah. I needed more context and maybe I missed it in translation or maybe I missed a subtitle at some point because I looked at my phone for five seconds. I don't know of what the, what their relationship is between E and Hawken. Because like at one point I was like, is he her father? Which she does make allusions to when she goes to the hospital, but then that doesn't make sense. And then I was like, Oh, is he, was he a previous Oscar that she tempted? That's an interesting choice. It just, I never got clarification on who he was. Also, he is a terrible murderer. <laughs> Listen, he's so bad at it. Which, again, in the show that was canceled, which had black and brown people driving the, the action, which was interesting, but still, it's just not handling her the way she could be handled. The, her caregiver was her father. And they were alone because the mother was dead. I don't remember if she killed the mother on accident or what, but like the mother's longer with them. And so the father doesn't want to murder people. So he's got the same honor code trying to kill only evil people defeat his daughter. And I think that that is also an interesting story. What will you do to take care of somebody? It's much like that movie I love and you hate. My heart can't beat what you tell it to. Because you have somebody who you really fucking love you'll do anything for, but sometimes the anything is giving them fresh blood. Does that change the way you feel? Right. And like, yeah, I just, I just wanted more clarification on who his character was because like, yeah, and at one point when he failed, the first time he fails at killing the person, He's like, oh, I failed you. What am I worth? Like, what am, what is my purpose? It was almost like she was a deity to him. So like, that's when I w- kind of switched to like, maybe he was an Oscar that she basically groomed to become her caretaker to bring her blood. And it, 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 yeah, so I I just didn't get it. I, I wanted to know more about him too, because if he's her familiar... That means she is a vampire, even though she's like, I don't know what I am. She's fucking a vampire. <laughs> she's got familiars and shit. And she's right around in boxes. I'm sorry, y'all. Go and own what you fucking created. You've, you've done a thing. Stop being like, my zombies aren't zombies. My vampires aren't vampires. She's definitely immortal and drinking blood. Let's just say that. She can't go in the sunlight. We know what it is. So if he's her familiar, because she's like, if I have an older dude around, people ask less questions. That's smart. Um, I don't know what she thinks her and Oscar are going to do unless she's going to use that power to like magic them in an apartment and shit wherever they go. <laughs> but again, I think that had this girl just been like, I see this little boy is being bullied and I maybe was bullied in my previous life or what have you, or I just feel bad for him and I'm going to like show the fuck up and be like, no, somebody take care of you little bitch. Get behind me. Also go have a nice square meal. I think that would have been cool. And I, I worry that in the hands of men, it becomes too nurturing and too, I never can have my own children. But I think that if we have a woman driving the story, we could just have them be platonic friends and have her be like, I got you, bitch. Let's go. And yeah. that, that's so much cooler. And I want that for her when whoever gets remade again, because it will keep getting remade, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
yeah, I've actually never. This is the only one I've seen. I've never seen the remake or the or the series. I'd be interested to see what you think of the remake because a lot of people hate the remake. It's fine. Interesting. Yeah, it I was mean, my first I, one though. So, to, but to be honest, I don't love this version, and I'll get into why as we don't. I mean, I do think there's just missed opportunities in this one. Like, yes. there's so many missed opportunities, and like to be this long. And have missed opportunities. It's like, what were you doing? There's not enough plot in this movie, in this story, to justify a nearly two-hour movie. Like, it's just, there's not enough there there. I like this movie as much as I can like any romance, because I, I'm not a romance bitch. But it being an hour and 54 minutes, you can't help but see all the things that are ne- not necessary. Because, like, it feels like a 70s movie. You know, it's got that sort of a vibe of we're doing some art house cinema, we're going to do some cool shit with this and that, and go over here and have a side story for no fucking reason, and then come back. And the payoffs, the payoffs aren't always worth it. Because don't get me wrong, watching the cast attack that one bitch who's clearly been marked, <laughs> that was cool. But to know so much about her life for so much of the movie, for who, for why? Also, those CGI cats. <laughs> <laughs> those CGI cats. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that, her, that, that woman's character was so unnecessary, like... Also, was her husband was her husband gay? Because like he was real upset when his dude friend died, and was real quick to be like, "You're not nice to me, or you're not warm." And like, <laughs> just ah. like, I think he was gay. That's my read. I mean, that would make it interesting because again, we're in these people's lives for too fucking long, and I get it. Like, her person killed one of their people, and so we need to know a little bit about their story. They got too much screen time. They got too much fucking screen time. And it's not because they were bad actors, I'm saying that. It's not because their story didn't deserve any time, just didn't fit the story. Like, so often we forget what serves our story and we want to put more things in and we take some shit off. We got to edit. We got to edit. And I think that paring it down a little bit more is what's working for some of the other versions of this story as opposed to this one. Which again, it's not a it's not a bad movie. I'm not out here being like, I hate this movie. I know it's good, even though I don't like romance. I just feel like we could have done things differently and reshaped it, and it would have been a stronger product. If this film had better pacing and, like you said, edited down the extraneous subplots that we didn't necessarily need, I might have liked it a little more. But I, yeah, I wasn't vibing with it too much. I will say this E was the only character with a decent haircut. Listen. She's like, I'm having many hundred years old, possibly, question mark. You're not going to make her looking busted. You're not going to give me that mullet that little boy had. Uh, can we, every little child's hair, besides E, was like, what? That's why they were running like little sociopaths, because they can't get no self-esteem with that hair. <laughs> While we're talking about Oscar again, Oscar makes me want to sit down with a therapist and like do an interview or something. Because it, watching it this time, I really found myself wondering... What is this thing that we're born with that lets us know when we have to take abuse versus when we shouldn't take abuse of certain predators? Because we all seem to have it. Like, as a kid, I knew I couldn't, like, clap back at the adults. But my Jack's older brother, who was technically an adult, I, he was not off limits. And so I, that's when I found out, don't be on my bad side. Because if I can come back for you, <laughs> I'm going to come back for you, bitch. <laughs> and I don't know what in my kid brain was like, you can't do that to these adults. But these adults, you can get away with this shit. Because he's clearly taking this abuse. He's taking this abuse until she's like, hey, you should fight back. And I know that's in part because it's like, it'll just make it worse if I fight back. But like, what part of our brain that we are we born with? Or like, is it like an inherent thing that we experience? Like, was his father abusive? Mm-hmm. I just, I have questions and I think that a therapist would be really cool to have on an episode covering this movie to talk about that specifically. 
Yeah, because we don't get a lot with his parents either. But they're there for a lot of it. But we don't. His mother again. <laughs> the mother is there. Or the dad's there for that one, uh, like one scene when the, and a phone call. And a phone call, and he seems like it seems like one of those situations where the father has to work somewhere, and he's so he's gone for a lot of the time. But when he's there, he seems to be good. But the mother probably resents the fact that he has to do it, and so she, you know, I don't know. I, again, missed opportunities because, mm-hmm. like, I didn't understand that dynamic either of how yeah like you were saying why is he taking this abuse from these kids and like the minute he decides to fight back he fucking busts that kid's ear open (laughs) i was so proud of him but also he wasn't telling his mother he was being bullied and you know teachers always know if they don't intervene and so i thought it was bullshit the way that they were like "Mm, let it happen and then when he does something like we got to call his mom he fought back fuck you you're bad at your job that happens all the time right i don't know why he didn't tell his mom he was being bullied i don't know why he didn't talk to anybody he just sort of took it like he deserved it and again i don't know enough about him to be like i'm gonna make this assumption about his psyche (laughs) but he was just like gonna take the abuse forever and always so she was like fight back why 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 did you just take it and luckily he did because we take a little boy's ear i lived my best life that little shit went down and started screaming like that's what you get you fucked around and you found out bitch like <laughs> i hate bullies <laughs> and he was a good uh he had good aim because it went pop and he was down because I, I, at first i was like is he faking because like it was just mm-hmm. one hit and that's all i needed one hit <laughs> that's one hit that's all it takes it's a dualipa song isn't it <laughs> one hit is all it takes but i i found myself wondering because this is now this movie takes place in sweden and we know stephen king loves a gang of roving white kids who have knives wanting to murder each other and i just don't understand what is it about this i i don't know these kids and i was homeschooled so maybe i missed it can you enlighten me why there's so many kids with pocket knives we're trying to kill each other like what was going on everybody got a blade I mean, kids are terrible. Kids are mean. Kids don't have the filter that adults have. So, like, I see that. But, like, the fact that the, they had, this, what, what would you say, how old would you say the older brother is? 15, 16? Yeah. yeah. It was r- walking around with a pocket knife and threatening to take somebody's eyeball out. Like, And even his little brother, who I think these kids are, what, maybe 11, maybe 12? Like, mm-hmm. that gang was just like, we got to torture this boy. We got to beat this boy to death. We got to, like, oh, no, you're in the face. Run. Um, We can't show the people the evidence. Like, where are these sociopaths coming from? Because in my day, again, I was homeschooled. But in my day, it's like we were all like, let's fist fight. Let's jump a kid. But we weren't like, get weapons. And if we kill them, so be it. I don't understand this life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't understand I... this life. And go back to the older brother who shows up at the end of the movie just to get killed. If your little brother is being such a cunt that he lost an ear, that's your little brother's fault. You can't be like, you took my little brother's ear because he's being a cunt to you, so I'm going to kill you. How is that justice? Right. Like, right. is there no honor among sociopaths? Like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it runs in the family. <laughs> <laughs> and Amanda Palmer song. <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was really cool the way the film is shot, at least for the vast majority of this film when they're focused on the kids when it's a moment about the kids the adults are either blurred or off or like out of the frame like you can't see their faces and i was like it almost feels like the way the same thing that like 
the Charlie Brown cartoons used to do. <laughs> so I just wanted to, I wanted to hear like the wah, 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 wah. They silenced the mom that one time when he comes back after she's like, I'm leaving, which we all knew was a lie. And he comes in and the mom's yelling at him, but it's silence. And he mm. like closed out the doors on his car because he's no longer a child anymore. And I'm like, we could have made this point quicker. I get it. it oh, absolutely. But <laughs> it's a cool concept to like focus in on the kids and how the kids are interacting with each other. The adults are just extraneous kind of out there, you know. Because the adults never matter when you're a child. <laughs> They don't understand. They Parents don't understand. Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith. I'm just doing all the songs now. I don't know why my brain is doing this. <laughs> Welcome to this episode, everybody. Oh. <laughs> Sheree, the jukebox. <laughs> Listen, I'm the jukebox musical because I can't. <laughs> it's one of the ways the story's not been told. Why not? I, I will say I do love um, when he comes to save the day at the end. Uh, again, that could have also been trimmed. But, like, he's being held under. Oscar's being held under by this older kid who's like, I'm going to take your eye and check my brother's ear and let you drown because that makes it cleaner for me. And I'm like, what is, what is, these are his options? Really? Okay. But, like, he shoves him under the water to start drowning him. And you see, like, kids being dragged around the water. You see kids' heads falling into the water. <laughs> you see the arm that was holding him and get released from the body. <laughs> and that's really cool. I wish I had been a little bit faster because um, it would have built some tension. Because he's like, oh, this is cute. Oh, that's artistry. Yeah. But it could have been like, oh, this is a mass molly. Oh my God, this bitch is mad. Oh. <laughs> and I would have been sexier. Yeah, I agree. I did like I did like that we only saw it from Oscar's perspective. So we just see the body parts falling under the water. Like That was cool. It wasn't even his POV. Right. <laughs> he was in it. <laughs> right. But the, yeah, and then you, and then after you see the aftermath of like just the de- the death around the blood and everywhere. Yeah. Um, I did find it interesting that she didn't end up killing the kid that every time was always like, uh, "We shouldn't do this, guys. Hey, guys, we shouldn't be doing this." He was the only one she didn't kill. I would have killed that fool because, again, when you ride around with sociopaths, you are part of the problem. You can't be like, I didn't get my hands dirty. We've seen that narrative so many times from specifically white people who love to be like, I didn't do it. He did it. I was just there as a witness. I allowed it to happen, but I'm innocent. You are not innocent. If you're in the Mm -hmm. car and shit goes down and you didn't do nothing, guess what? You got to go to jail too. Um, Movies we just recently covered where this is a thing, Cherry Falls. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Most of your King movies, because they have one person who's like, oh, well, no, not me. It was you. Couldn't be me. You're complicit, Linda. You're complicit. Go ahead and get to jail. And so I just, I would have killed that kid too. But also, fuck them kids. Always. Always and forever. Get merch. Like. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I did. So a, a lot of the way this movie is shot, I enjoyed. I just didn't think. I, I think that the script needed more work. Because I think the performances are all fine. Mm-hmm. I just think there's not a lot of meat in the script. I feel like it's a really cool idea. And like you said, it was shot beautifully. Because it, it, it feels vintage. Like if I didn't know 2008, I would be like, is this not a late 70s movie that's got like an updated 4K situation going on it? Because like aside from like the color grading, it, it feels very much the 70s. And those CGI paced, cats. Right? And it's paced like a 70s movie. Um, and we go on random tangents that have nothing to do with the plot of the 70s movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> Coke was a powerful drug. And so, like... 
I it's a vibe, and I think that's part of the reason why people go up for it because it is a vibe. I can't take that away from it. It's not one hundred percent the vibe I want, but I respect the vibe, and I'm buying with it as long as I can. And I'm like, we gotta go home. Let me go. Come on now, let her <laughs> eat some people. Let's go. <laughs> right. I did. So the the first kill that she does herself when she's under the bridge, oh, yeah. and the dude comes up and she's like, "Help me, help me, oh help me." And he picks her up. She says, I love the part where she's like, oh, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> like, I'm a and child. then, because you're watching it from afar, right? You just see her flip around and like devour him. I thought that was super, again, yeah. the way it was shot was super fucking cool. Again, she is so interesting and she is so cool. And I just, I wish we had one of these tellings, let her fully unleash what this character could be. And like get her out of the you gotta fall in love with this kid lane. <laughs> and again, I again I understand loneliness and isolation. I was fucking homeschooled. I've read Frankenstein. I've seen so many retellings of Frankenstein. I get it. If you have one monster, they want another monster. But like again, I think that companionship is also a cool thing because what kid doesn't want a friend? So if you want that story, have that story. Like, I think that her just not being alone is goal number one. So to be like, well, we got a little boy and a little girl, so make them kiss. That just feels... <laughs> I was literally just about to say that it's just, it goes down that trap of heteronormativity mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, boys and girls, oh, well, a boy can't be friends with a girl, so they have to be together. Or, you know, a boy's friends with a girl, they must there must be something going on. And I hear that, I still hear that today yep. from fucking adults that are like, Men can't be friends with women. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Most of my friends are women. Listen, Straight women, but women. <laughs> listen, no, like we, you've seen most of my friends. Like most of them, especially in college, were gay men. They just, they just, that's what it was. And every time I could picture any of y'all, like somebody from back home who's like from Missouri, Missouri, would be like, is this your new boyfriend? I'm like, no. These, this is him and his new boyfriend. Why, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, what if one of them was queer? That would have been an interesting, like, take on it. What if they're both queer? And, like, that'd be cool. Queers team up and take over the world. I would have lived if they were both queer and they saw that in each other. Because, again, she's been out here only at night for who knows how long by herself. And he's being beat up anyways. And, like, he's not got a great relationship with his parents. So that would also track. So one of these two queer kids met up and was like, chosen family. And she's like, oh, no, I'm going to stop your bullies. Hold, please. I think that would have been fucking fierce. That would have been a fucking vibe. And then when they yeah. went off together, I'd actually care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd be like, I want to see the sequel. Yeah. Part two. <laughs> let her in again. Like... <laughs> Let the wrong one in again. Listen. Let the wrong one in, not the right one. The wrong one. Let the wrong one in. Listen, that would have been a series I would watch. Um, but we never do that because it's got to be hetero always, forever. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's this trap of, because uh, like, I know this whole month's theme is love gone wrong, right? But the love part of this didn't ever seem earned. It was just, it was just understood that, oh, they have to. This is what has to happen. Instead of like, if you're going to give me romance, you know I love romance. I love it. Give it to me. Don't give me this, you know, it's Avril Lavigne song. He's just a boy. She's just a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? Yes. You yes, you can't make it more. You, you, need, you, to. Can. you need to. You need to. <laughs> listen, listen, I need to see what both of them was wearing. Um <laughs> 
Exactly. Listen, what was on the iPod shuffles? I, I need I need details. <laughs> I need details. Because <laughs> yes, like just because a boy and a girl are hanging out or whatever does not mean they gonna fuck. You know, yeah. like it just don't. Listen, and I think it would also just be cool to have that somewhere in the sphere because we still have grown ass men who are like, I got friend zoned, bitch. Nobody will sleep with you because you're a gross man. Be happy you got a friend. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and and so work I, on your grossness. Listen, and so I think having more platonic relationships in the zeitgeist would really come in handy. And this movie, this story, this character begs for it because again. She's a fucking powerhouse. She's a fucking vampire who's a child and will flip a man tomorrow just because. And I just don't see her being like, but what about love? I was watching Sex in the City the other night and I want my Mr. Big. Like, <laughs> I think she has other problems. She has other shit to worry about. Well, and honestly, like, I'm just thinking back when I was 11 or 12. Like, I mean, we played around with like, love spells and witches and stuff like but it was like because that was fake it wasn't about being a boy like i i don't even know that i knew what romantic love was until i was like well into my late teens like 16 17 18 and even then to to, to this fucking day what, i don't fucking know what i'm doing i'm just out here living my life <laughs> When I was 11 or 12, I was like, I'm tired of being the only person my age. Um, I would like to have peers. And I also wanted to fuck because I was told sex was bad. And again, when you start programming the girls early, guess what they want to fucking do? It's why that stereotype and the few stereotypes I can't say is a lie because I lived it. Uh, I, so, <laughs> I, that's what I wanted to do when I was fucking 11 or 12. And that's one of the few, that's one of the few ways I think being homeschooled kept me out of some trouble because by the time i was that age i was like i'm ready to fucking go i'm ready to fucking go i don't know what the fuck would happen to me i can only imagine all the scary stories i would be giving to this podcast um if i was out and about in the streets um but again it's because i was already being so fucking severely <laughs> um, so fucking severely homeschooled and so like if that hadn't been the case maybe i wouldn't have been trying to get loose every time i could like get five seconds to myself and i just think that again i was not like Oh, if I could just find the right boy. I was like, I want to be a writer slash director slash actor. And I want to like fuck around with these celebrities who were all older than me. Josh Jackson is still on that list though. I know he can't see me. <laughs> and so I, I, I was never like, but they're my end all be all. I was like, I want to fuck Josh Jackson because I'm a pervy little 12 year old. <laughs> and I never get to go outside. <laughs> I've seen too many episodes of Dawson's Creek. Listen, Pacey. Oh, see me, Pacey. But it was never like, I'll give it all up for him, though. And we can have this family and we can go live in this home. I was like, I just want to fuck around. Like, <laughs> maybe go to the well, WB party. Just fuck around some other people, too. Like, right. That's what you do when you're 12. You had the celebrity crushes and everyone has like 20 of them. Like, right? it's not. You know, you get the tiger beats and you get the, all those things. You get to look at the, the boys. Teen Vogue had me. They knew all the basic white boys I was trying to fuck around with. And they was like, girl, you want another free trial? And I was like, how did you find me in my home? Yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, like I wasn't, yeah, I just, and that's also why I think Eve's ambiguous age is another problem because she never reads as a child but yet they try to make me think that she is so that i think it's appropriate that she is falling in love with this 12 year old boy but i don't it feels like they're trying to give me the kirsten dunt story from interview with a vampire 
without giving me the Kirsten Dunn story from Interview with the Vampire. Exactly. Which, have you seen the, the show yet? I haven't. I need to, though. I think it's I've on AMC. It. While we're paying for that, you should get on that. Um, that first season oh. was fucking lit. I only got, like, a few notes for it. But, like, I love that character. I think it's Claudia. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Claudia. But I love that I'm character. Sure. And I think that that character and this character are both powerhouses, which is why I love that show. Because Interview the Vampire, the show... Aside from one time they really fucked up, they didn't need to. And I'm mad about that. But aside from that, she was the moment. Because she was like, oh, I'm. I, what do you mean I'm stuck like this? Because <laughs> at first you're like, I'm a vampire, yay! And then you're like, wait, what? Huh? Huh? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and then she's like, I'm still a badass bitch, but I'm trapped in this child's body. Thanks for that, bitches. And you see her get older in this body. And you see her sort of have the processes and the drives of an older woman in this body. And those are real conversations as opposed to this, where it's just like, yeah, you seem older, but also y'all got a kiss because your kids is cute. And I, it, it could have been juicier. It could have, heteronormity weighed us down with this character. <laughs> <laughs> as it does for a lot of women. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm always telling people, nobody likes men. We're just attracted to them because like, <laughs> I literally saw a TikTok today that was like, be, liking men is the worst part about being gay. Like, it's the- <laughs> It's a real curse. <laughs> and that's my other thing, is because this woman is possibly so much older, again, we don't know, she would have not only other problems, but she might also be like, what if, what if I'm into other women? What if, <laughs> we don't know, because we never let her actually have fun. We're just like, you need to be here to like meet this little boy and be barefoot. And then you're booking a rap together. Cause it's bare bones. It's a story of two outsiders. And I think that by making them be a couple, just to put in the horror romance category, we fuck it all up. A much stronger use of that two outsiders, bones and all. all much better. It's better, but it's definitely also a romance. And- yeah, but, but it's still that, like it does, it tells that story more because it gives each character their own identity and it earns the romance this movie doesn't do that i want a story where there's no romance and if there is it's not a guy and a girl well love gone wrong my thing for you sheree <laughs> that's my issue because a lot of hollywood's like you have to have romance somewhere whether it's a tv pilot whether it's a movie they want to romance somewhere because they still think that people need romance we don't and it's holding so many stories up because sometimes these forced romances we see in like tv shows is because mm. an exec was like you got to have somebody fall in love fix it no yeah <laughs> absolutely i i would wholeheartedly agree I, I i was just meaning that a i think bones and all is less heteronormative than this movie because they're both pretty queer which we talked about in that episode it uses a lot of the same themes and vibes that this movie was going for and it just does it in a much better way in my opinion with a similar runtime so like it can be done it can be earned i agree it's a better movie but like i also am just upset that we ended up with a guy and a girl being like we're in love i don't care i don't fucking care eat some more people um if you gotta make them be in love at least make it queer because like we don't have enough queer love stories and so at least i gotta sit through another love strike but at least my friends are getting something like the heteros, we we got too many. We got too many. It's a problem. It's an epidemic. I don't give a shit. If I have to sit through it, make it fucking queer. Don't fucking put it in my face. Because I don't want to see anymore. I'm a woman with everything. And I've met this lumberjack. So I got to give it all up. Because I know the meaning of Christmas now. I don't. This is not realistic. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, I mean, I do, I do agree. I think that, I just think this movie could have been more interesting than it is. And it's just not yes. there for me. I look at this story so often. I'm like, how would I fix it? And there are so many easy fixes and there are so many more difficult fixes. And again, I just love this character. I wish there was a way to isolate this character without it being like, you plagiarizing bitch. <laughs> and have her really do the things because she'd be fucking fun to follow for a few seasons. She could have so many adventures. She could kill so many men. She could, she could have all of the fun and have to deal with the fact that she is uh, however old being tracking a child's body. And at what point does she go, it's not worth it anymore and end it? Because again, you can only be 12 for so many millenniums before you're like, it's not, it's not worth it anymore. It's just not. <laughs> right. Uh, that would be miserable. Miserable. I can't even imagine. Like, freeze me at 25 like I've already done, or don't freeze me at all. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. 25, we can talk. Before that, yeah. no. After that, why? I can get my own drinks. <laughs> Right? Right? Like, I don't want it. At 25, gravity starts finding you, y'all. It's not cute. Uh, and so, like, preserve. Like a fucking pickle. Put me in the jar. Vinegar it up. <laughs> and so, I think that that would be... I think it'd be really fucking cool. And we could also, like, flash back to her backstory of how she came to be. Because we don't know who bit a child and for why. Mm-hmm. That person's not around anymore, obviously. <laughs> and what happened to that person who bit the child? Right, right. So many cool questions we don't get to have because we're like, now y'all gotta be in a romance. <laughs> yeah, and and I will say this too. I think that the actor playing her, Lena Leanderson, son, is she's a good actor. Like I can tell, there's something happening there for her. She is active. She is responding. She is telling a story with her body, with her facial expressions, with her connection to Oscar. Like, she's a great actor. Mm-hmm. It's, the script's not there. She was the strongest actor of the movie for me. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Everybody else was fine, but she was definitely doing something I wish like, to give an award to. I needed, I needed Oscar's mother to give me more Nancy's mom. Pana <laughs> Lavatka. <laughs> <laughs> From the blankets. Y'all know I love a drunk mom. So uh, give me some of that. (laughs) To go back to Oscar. And again, this is just the way he's written. He just goes along with things like the abuse that the other boys are giving him. Whatever him and his mom are doing, which we're not sure about. And like when E taps at his window, he's like, come on in. And she climbs into bed and he's like, wait, are you naked? And she's like, yeah, is that okay? He's like, I guess. Also, how did you get into my window? And I'm like, Oscar, baby, Oscar, you are too trusted in this world. And so I I have questions about Oscar. Different questions he, than I have about E. <laughs> he also trusted that his stylist to do this haircut like that. So that haircut was the real villain. <laughs> so bad. And all the little boys, all of them, they were all terrible. It's why they were mad. Like if I looked at that, I'd also be mad. I'd be like, I gotta stab somebody. What is in my eyeball? Like, why is it in my eyeball? <laughs> Was that the style of Sweden? Oscar almost had the Courtney Cox Scream 3 bangs. It was about a, a half an inch longer. That bird's nest was nesting. I... <laughs> I will say he did get a little bit interesting as a character when he finds out that she is a vampire. And he's like, 
what happens if I don't invite you in? Which she already been invited in, so I don't know why she didn't get reinvited. That was a whole murky thing. But when like they do that experiment, I'm like, oh, so you you can have fun thoughts. You can be like, but if you're a vampire, what does this mean? Can we do this then? What is that? Yeah. I thought that was cool to see a little kid be like, my friend's a monster. It's very much like Stranger Things. We're like, you can do what, 11? Right. <laughs> it's also, that was a really fun, that that was a fun effect. And I'm sure it was CGI or some kind. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But that was a cool effect when the blood started coming out of her. That was fucking cool. It was fun. I think it lasted too long like most things. Um, like especially most if he's things. her friend. The first time he sees blood, he's going to be like, okay, we're done here. But he's like, some more, some more. Oh, some of your eyes now, I guess. You can come in, okay? And he's like, come on now. How how is she gonna suffer? But again, this little actor was fucking delivering because when she started shaking and growling, I was like, "What's about to happen? She gonna eat him?" And it's like, "Oh, that's right, you weren't invited. Something's happening. <laughs> you internally." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she was great. So I just wanted a better script for her, honestly. I think it would have also been cool if she had had to bite Oscar to keep him alive. Then mm. we could force the romance on it that I still don't want. But it was just kind of like, we're going to be friends because I killed some people for you and so you should run off with me now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're like, are they going to leave the country? Like, how? what is what 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 is the plan here? It looked like a Eurostar because I've been in a Eurostar before. I'm going from London to Paris and I was like, that looks real familiar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it looked like one of those. And I was like, but what are y'all going to do when y'all get to where y'all going? Unless she can make familiars who are adults. Or she can magic the people because we don't know all of her powers. Because again, we were so stuck on you and Oscar or bonding. So we don't really get to see the full extent of what she can and cannot do. Yeah. Let's have a 10 minute conversation about going steady. (sighs) (laughs) That's when I want to take my own eyes out. I was just like, I don't care. I don't. You're a vampire. You got real shit to be doing. Yes. Oh, and then also, I don't even know that we want to. I don't know. The crotch shot. That was weird. That was, ugh. why? It was, what? It was real weird. You, like I get why he, why the character would look because curiosity, right? But why did we need to see it? I don't think it's. I think we need to let those tropes go of the little boys peeking at the women or the girls because it's yes. predatory and it's definitely sa. If you're looking at somebody you don't want to be looked at, because she definitely Absolutely. goes to another room, and so like. He can be curious, but when he does that, I'm like, you're a little shit too, but you're quite a little shit. And then he yeah. saw what he saw. Um, and we don't explain but, what he saw. Right. And like, why did we... I, uh, Again, yeah. that's one of the things that could have gone from this movie because uh, we get it. All little boys are shit. But for us to be like, in case you felt too bad for him, he's going to peek at this naked girl. And he's old enough to know. This isn't like a little child who doesn't understand consent. Like, he's old enough to be like, hmm. Sweden, I think, handles sex education better than America. Who doesn't? But, well, <laughs> true. But we need to start teaching kids consent from jump. Like, can you speak? Talk about consent. Mm-hmm. Do you not? Do you want to give your grandma a kiss on the cheek? Do you don't want to? Okay, you don't have to. That's consent. Yeah, because we still have people to this day who's like, go kiss so and so, whether or not the kids mm-hmm. want to. And again, it's because people act like children are property. And so like when he does this, I'm just like, dude, you were already not a character I care to know more about. And this is what you're going to do. When And again, you are old enough to know what consent is. You, you're literally getting the shit beat out of you every day. You're not consenting to being touched by these bullies. <laughs> so I know you know what consent is. And you're like, <laughs> I like her. So I'm going to go peep. Uh, it's one of you to see. She would have done it out in the open. And, and 
again, why show it to the audience? Like, I felt I, as a viewer, was like, oh, I shouldn't know what, why, why is this on my screen right now? Like, mm-hmm. ooh, gross. I still don't know what we're supposed to get from that because we, we don't unpack anything because something was definitely going on, but we don't know what's going on. And I'm like, if right. you're gonna if you're gonna go there for whatever reason in that way, you need to go ahead and be like, it's because whatever the fuck. But instead, we're just like, that what? Did I see what I think I just saw? And we don't, we never come back to it. We never come back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, does her no, mom does Oscar's mom not know she's missing a dress because the girl left in the dress? She so did. She said, "Thanks, mom. Got your dress." <laughs> <laughs> What's her favorite one? What she was going on a date or something? And she needed that bitch. Um, she's like, "Where's also, my dress?" Also, how did this adult mother's dress fit this twelve-year-old girl? Like, I get—I don't know about you. When I was twelve, I could not wear my father's clothes. It depends how short the dress was. Like, if this was Mama's, I'm going out tonight dress in Sweden because <laughs> it's cold out there, so there would be sleeves and buttons. It could have been a little bit short. I remember it being a little bit loose on her, but not like. It's like dragging across the floor loose. And so again, plus they're 12. And so, mm. and mom was kind of flat. E's kind of flat. That's not why I'm suspending my disbelief. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I was just like, that's odd. Like a sister, maybe an uh, a young aunt, maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I just wouldn't get, I wouldn't. No. I'm just. I think that also putting her in the mother's dress, that was at the moment to be like, we have a woman trapped in a child's body. We should mm. have her have a moment of this is what adults wear <laughs> um, or something. Cause there's just so many things we didn't do and we could have done. Yeah. Like what if there was a moment where she's playing in the mother's things, like this is what makeup is. This is what birth control looks like. These are the things I never got to do. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe she's a little bit jealous of the mom for being able to be a full woman in a full woman's body. Like I just, Again, we we don't do that because we're so stuck on the, this is a couple. He's playing music. He wants to impress her. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. And it's not even like an interesting couple. It's just a couple. It's what it's like when your friend is dating that person that like whatever the app is and they're trying to make it work because they like the brunch and it was awkward to leave. And you're just like, who it is? And they're like, I don't know. Can you find out for me at brunch? You're like, okay. But stop bringing randos <laughs> to brunch. Unless they like fall down a bad romance, much like Oscar. Because this is definitely another boy caught in a bad romance. You're caught in a romance with a woman trapped in a child's body who, when are you going to die to get in this? Because (laughs) that's all there is to it. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Like, she killed that one dude after he poured acid on his face. That familiar, I have so many questions for it because he is so dedicated. I'm mean, I saying familiar. I don't know if he's familiar if he just is doing it because we don't know. But like he is so dedicated to the cause that he's like, they know what I look like and they know where I live. So I got to protect you. And pours acid on his face and gets committed so he can feed her his own blood. Uh, and I'm just like, good, sir. There's a lot of steps. Like, is this your daughter? Is this I, your granddaughter? <laughs> That's what I didn't know. I didn't understand. I don't know. I don't know what that is, what he is. I don't know. I don't know. Which is one of the things the show did right was they're like, this is her dad. And her dad is keeping yeah. her alive this way. And he's trying to figure out a way to like stop this thing from happening to her. She could be a normal kid again. And she just got turned recently. And it was not making sense in the show. I will give the show that. It was still not the best telling of the story we could have. <laughs> but it, it at least connected those dots. 
Gotcha. And also the kid, I don't think his name was Oscar in that show, but his mom was a cop. So she was investigating these murders. Mm. And so that was also adding a little bit of spice to the story. That's true. All right, Sheree, are we ready for hot takes? I guess, girl. (laughs) (laughs) What's your hot take, Sheree? My hot take is it's lost a lot of its luster this time around, but it's still a fine time. I just, I think I've seen this one two or three times now, and I've seen the remake two or three times, and I watched almost all of the show, and so I'm just kind of tired of the story, and I think that we've also gotten different versions of different parts of this story that are more effective, and so it just it's losing some luster after these years. Yeah, I, this is one I wished I liked, my hot take is, I wished I liked this more than I do, because like... I think there is something there, there. There just isn't the script to support it. And maybe it's something we've lost in translation. That's fair. But like, I didn't understand relationships. I didn't understand characters. I didn't understand intentions, why this certain shots were in there. Like, it just wasn't there for me. I'm really interested to see if you like the remake more because a lot of people love to be like, the remakes are shit. And it is an American remake. And so like inherently those are missing something usually, but I don't foresee it being as awful as people make it sound. I think it's fine. I think this is fine. I think the show was fine. I, I've not been very wowed by any of them, even though I get what it's putting down and I get why it's good. It's just not what I'm into. So I can objectively be like, I get this story and why it's working for people, but I'm not like, woo, let the right one in. Let's go. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I've seen it again. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, maybe, I should, maybe I'll give the movie a shot. Or the remake, I mean. I think you should um, do the remake. Um, Chloe Marie Grace. Did I just forget her middle name? Chloe Moritz Grace? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, she plays the vampire in that one. Oh, okay. I like her. She She's a good time. I, yeah. I forget to play the little boy. I'm going to Google that right now, actually, because I forgot. Because the little boy never matters. <laughs> it never matters. Oh, I don't think I know who he was even. <laughs> Wait, the remake came out two years later. I didn't know if they were that close together until just now. Yeah, it's pretty. pretty 2008 to 2010. I thought it was further after that. Damn. But Cody Smith McPhee was a little boy. Don't you know him? All right, Sheree, how many drinks you give in this one? I gave her three. Um, three Bloody Marys. One of them is spicy. The other two are wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I'm giving her two and a half, middle of the road. You know, it is what it is. (laughs) I don't hate her. I just don't love her. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, that is our thoughts on the original Let the Right One In. Thank you all for listening. Next week, we're going to be covering Gerald's Game. (sighs) That's right, y'all. Talk about love going wrong. I'm doing a movie I said I'd never do. Y'all welcome. Yes. All right. Again, thank you all for listening and make sure that you stay fierce out there. Bye.